When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, baby, baby. You are listening to greatness. Woo. Feeling good today. I'm so vascular today. Woo. I'm feeling really lean and sexy. I take off my clothes as I do every single episode and I look like a full-blown erection. So many veins, so veiny. There's nothing manlier than going full chub. And speaking of going full chub, it's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that hasn't stopped having an erection for 27 years. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. Woo! That is Right! Woo! Greatness! You're looking at it. Sex appeal! Yes, sir! Ladies and gentlemen, it is your main squeeze! Cody, aka the Cordobotomus, and I'm feeling good. Woo. Getting off the private chopper from the Palais in the south of France. The destination? Well, it's the Pimp into Nasnial Racing Circuit, of course. $81 billion, 49 miles long. Seats, 71 million minimum. And we have our 105-year-old cleaning lady, Doris, on all fours, where she feels most comfortable scrubbing the circuit by hand like she does every single day. It's going to be nice and pristine, baby. But she's also out there looking for my firm. I appear to have lost it. And when she finds that sucker, she's going to lube up real good. And just park it on up in there as it is. The Park It In My Firm Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the entire galaxy. You better fucking believe it. 
That's according to my mum. We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, N-word, sayings, and more. Episode 163 coming at you like Bill Cosby with a couple of fresh cocktails specially made just for you. But don't be a Debbie Downer if you've missed out on the previous 162. They are there on the greatest website in the entire galaxy that doesn't contain the naked boobies. Yet. Parkingitbyfairmate.com. Better yet, give that light, gentle spanking on that podcast listening device just to the subscribe and follow button. Just tap it away. Tap it to tap, tap, tap. That way you get to be the first in the world to hear this. My sexy, soothing, smooth sounds three times a week and there ain't no damn thing wrong with rolling around in the slot with the cordopotamus looking for a little slap and tickle. Woo! But what the hell are we going to talk about today? Well, how about Nelson PK and how he's a bit of a fucktard? Cordy's top five drivers that need a good weekend at the British Grand Prix. How the W Series is still fucking stupid And I'll tell you the reason why, as well as much, much more. But enough dicking around, boys and girls. Muffins and cherubs. And the legends, of course, up there in the skybox. You guys are the greatest. It's time now to grab a complimentary double Midori on ice. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Let's see what Kimi Raikkonen touches to lose that front wing. Back of the car, step over the line as he picked the power up through turn two. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me, Kimi? Radio check. Radio check. If you can hear me, I need more charge. Okay, Kimi, box, box, if you can hear me. Can you hear me now? No, negative, negative. I can't hear you. But I can hear you now. Yeah, box, box, if you can hear me. Still there, here. No, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? No, negative. But you answer still. If you can hear me, Kimi, we will go directly in. Can you hear me? Check. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I'll hear. I hear you. Okay. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, that is exactly what you need to do. Don't dilly dally like your own girl Sally from the Valley. Go ahead and like those socials. Go now. Do it. Slide into the DMs, I'll catch you. Don't slide too hard, I'll catch you though. You're not going to hurt yourself. But what a rough few days it has been for the PR departments of the Formula 1 drivers and teams and Formula 1 themselves because shit has been hitting the fan. Oh, it hasn't been good. Yuri Vips went streaming with the boys. This is what he had to say. Oh, it cracked him. Oh my God. But. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuri, yeah, yeah, Yuri. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Where that bleep was? That was a that was an N word. He dropped one of them. And we went over that last episode, and he has since lost his gig with Red Bull. But it appears to be the word of the fucking week here in Formula One because in November. Last year, Nelson Piquet was on a podcast in Brazil, and well, someone discovered what he said uh, might be also a little bit racist. Let's take a listen. O que o Verstappen teve com o Hamilton foi meio parecido esse que teve na, na acho que foi na Inglaterra. Em Silverstone? É. Mas foi o que o Senna fez. Não, o Senna não fez isso. Oh, o Senna saiu reto. Reto. Você acha que ele não faria aquela curva? 
Ele? É. Nunca. Entendi. Não, ele foi pra... Ele foi pra assim, aqui eu arranco ele de qualquer maneira. É porque você não conhece a Cruel, é uma cor muito de alta, não tem jeito de passar dois carros e ah. não tem jeito de você botar o carro do lado. Entendi. Ele fez de sacanagem. Ele fez de sacanagem. Sabe? Agora, só acho que... Yeah. So not once, but twice did Daddy PK drop the N-word when referring to Lewis Hamilton. They were discussing the incident of the 2021 British Grand Prix where Hamilton and Verstappen came together. And Verstappen had a horrible crash at 51 Jeeves and was subsequently out of the race. Hamilton then went on to win it. But let's go over what was said. This is what Nelson Piquet had to say. He said, but the N-word put the car on the inside of Cops. Cops is very high-speed corner. There's no way two cars can make it side by side. He played dirty. His luck is that Verstappen got fucked and Hamilton was very lucky. What a fucking idiot. What an absolute moron. Now, apparently the N-word doesn't have the same connotations in Brazil as it does around the world. But still, Nelson Piquet has to know that what he said was wrong. It did, however, catch the attention of everyone else around the world and Formula One had to release this statement. Discriminatory or racist language is unacceptable in any form and has no part in society. Lewis is an incredible ambassador for our sport and deserves respect. His tireless efforts to increase diversity and inclusion are a lesson to many and something we are committed to at F1. That's not all. FIA also had to jump in and they added this. The FIA strongly condemn any racist and discriminatory language and behavior which have no place in sport or wider society. We express our solidarity with Lewis Hamilton and fully support his commitment to equality, diversity and inclusion in motorsport. I mean, the fucking irony that the FIA is saying that. The commitment to equality, diversity and inclusion in motorsport. Fucking hell. All right. I mean, you're saying the right things, FIA, but I still don't believe you. Hamilton's been the one behind getting the We Races One message out there. Taking a knee or protest, the driver protest before the races was all his idea. He is out there bringing awareness to the issues in Formula One at the moment regarding racism and inclusivity. And it's angered and pissed me off that once again, we are having a discussion in 2022 around the use of the N-word. Next, you'll probably find out that Joss Verstappen has done fucking blackface or something in the past as well. But what will come of this? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know whether or not anything really can be done other than banning Nelson Piquet from races and events. That's about it. The great thing about having a global sport is meeting people from all walks of life and all backgrounds and races. But the bad thing about this global sport is for the most part, it's run by rich white guys and was dominated by rich white guys for so damn long. And rich white guys are sometimes a bunch of fucking cunts. Yuri Vips has already suffered as a result of this. And the frustrating thing now is that this three-time world champion asshole isn't going to have anything taken away from him. A statement was issued by Formula One and the FIA. All the teams have come out and said that we stand with Lewis and don't like the N-word. Okay, cool, that's good. But what's going to be done? I don't know if there is anything that actually can be other than further educating ourselves on it. We strip him of his world titles? Do we do that? I mean, that isn't fair to the teams or the mechanics that worked on those cars at that time. We ban him from the tracks and races? Yeah, that's a start. We continue to educate people and teach them the simple shit that saying the N-word is bad. 
It's bad, okay? Lewis is a champion of the sport. Not just in a literal sense, being a seven-time world champion, but a champion as in someone to look up to. In a sport dominated by white males, he is the different one. With the weight on his shoulders, trying to reach new audiences, trying to educate and make a difference. Similar to Tiger Woods in golf. He was, he was the face of the sport. He was black. He had all the challenges. He banged a shit ton of hoes. And Lewis got to finger bang the butt pussy of a pussycat doll. And that's fantastic. It's basically the same thing. But what is there to be done? What can we do about what Nelson PK actually said? I'm genuinely asking. I have no idea. Obviously, banning him from the track is a start. But there's no way we can actually strip those world titles away from him. Because the teams, the mechanics, the engineers, the pit crew work so hard to get those titles. But what do you guys think? Let me know on the socials at Parking in My Firm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now, Max Verstappen walked up to look at his own wing, and then he walked up to the rear wing of Lewis's car and gave it a little bit of a fiddle and fettle as well. Now, that has always been against the regulations. So really, the FI had no choice than somehow to penalise Max Verstappen. I'm going to touch Hamilton's rear wing. <laughs> Don't you dare. Very expensive. I'm joking. I try the front wing. Maybe it's 25 grand. Listen to the show, you give it five stars. You go to Apple Podcasts and you give it five stars. What are you waiting for? Give it five, give it five, not four, not six, but give it five. And I'll read your review out on the show. No matter what you say, I just want you to know. Give it five stars, give it five stars, give it five stars. And I will read it out. Please go now, please go now and give it five stars And I will read out your review no matter what you say Slide into your DMs like every day Five stars Five stars, five stars, five stars I sound like an angel can you tell I made this whole thing up a five star? Oh, baby. Sounding very good. I mean, it's simple enough. You want to be a part of the show? Do you want to be on the show? All you do is you go to Apple Podcasts, you go to iTunes, you leave a five star review, you can write whatever you want. Love letter to your partner. You could tell me I suck. But as long as it's five stars. I'll read it out. And we've got another five-star review, this time from Slippery Pete. He went over to Apple Podcasts and iTunes, and he left a five-star review saying, he's only slippery because of this podcast. The soothing, smooth, sexy sounds three times a week is what gets his motor running. Woo! Slippery Pete, don't mind if I do. Oh, my Lord. Thank you so much, Slippery Pete. Are you? I mean, it's simple enough. You go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you leave a five-star review, it'll get read out. Now, Slip Repeat is a part of the show's history forever and ever. Well done. Episode 163 is all yours, Slip Repeat. Woo! I'm fired up.
Carlos signs hair and George Russell's dimples. Lando so young, this boy still has pimples. Kelly PK starting up flings. These are a few of my favorite things. Danny Rick's package, the human tripod. Hamilton scooting, listening to his iPod. First happened, getting handsy with Mercedes wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Emails from Toto explaining the rules. Mazepin squeeze tits as he drools. Bottas on the socials, no pants on his ding. These are a few of my favorite things. When my wife's home and she wants to cuddle, I say no when she's mad. I tell her I'm watching some Formula One and then I don't feel so bad. Tracks in Miami, Spa and Monaco, Albon is back. And hopefully not so slow Checko in Baku, Red Bull gave him wings These are a few of my favorite things Carlos signs hair and George Russell's dimples Lando so young, this boy still has pimples Kelly PK starting up flings These are a few of my favorite things Danny Rick's package, the human tripod Hamilton scooting, listening to his iPod First Appen getting handsy with Mercedes wings These are a few of my favorite things When the wife's home and she wants to cuddle I say no when she's mad I tell her I'm watching some Formula One And then I don't feel so bad With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we've got the British Grand Prix coming up this weekend, and I think it's a very important race. I mean, all the races are. There's only 22 of them, but... This one, I feel, is more important than any of the others for some people because we're getting to that point now. Just before the summer break, it's a high-powered circuit. The, the fast cars are going to absolutely explode out here. I'm looking at you, Alpine, but it's really important to look at which drivers need to have a good weekend. And if they don't, I'm, I'm thinking their season might be on the line. Their future in the sport could potentially be on the line as well. So now it's time to look at Cody's Top 5 Drivers that need to have a good British Grand Prix I mean they all do They all do Now the obvious choice is Nicholas Latifi Because he sucks Hasn't scored a point all year Hasn't scored a point for a while Had two races where he scored a point One of those it was raining And the other one it was Half the grid was taken out So yeah Yeah 
I mean, obviously, no, he's done. I'm not even going to have him on the list. He's not even in the top five because this is the serious contenders, the drivers that could do something out there because we know he's not going to do anything. So let's dive in. Coming in at number five. Cody's top five. I'm going to put Yuki Tsunoda at number five. He really needs a good weekend. Now, I think he's got enough talent that he's going to secure a seat for next year anyway. His teammate, Pierre Gasly, just signed on for next year. So the pressure's off of him because I would have had him in this slot if he didn't sign that contract. Yuki Tsunoda needs to have a good weekend. After binning it in Canada, he just needs to turn it around, have another one of those high points finish, maybe like a seventh, sixth or seventh. If he gets one of those, beautiful. The pressure's going to be off. He can coast for the next few races. But if it's another DNF, if it's another struggling to get into Q2 and then Q3, then I'm telling you that that pressure's going to be back on. Remember what happened last year? Round one in Bahrain. Phenomenal. Rookie performance. Came out. Overtook Alonso. Looked really good out there. Then he was shit. And it was three or four races in. Then we're starting to go, okay. Cute little Yuki's starting to swear a lot on the radios. It's not so cute and adorable anymore, is it? Let's see if we can get rid of him. No, but Alpha Alpha Terry gave him another shot. And so far it's paying paying dividends. But if he has another performance like Canada, where it's just a bit of a brain fart into the wall then they're going to be in a little bit of trouble. They're going to start making some noise about Yuki and you might not be hanging around. Coming in at number four. Cody's top five. Is Carlos Sainz. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. That's exactly what he is. Smooth operator. Uh, Not a hair on his body. Operator. Oh my lord. Carlos Sainz has to be on there. He has to. If you actually look at the results, he's got a bit of a reputation now this season. Oh, he's crashed a lot. But when you actually look at him, other than what happened in Imola with him and Big Dick Danny Rick, there haven't been too many bad results. Okay? He's just being outshone by his teammate, Charles. And he's not on the list because he's doing nothing wrong. That's That's the team's fault fucking over Leclerc. But Carlos Sainz, I mean, when he crashed in Baku... Yes, it was the team's fault that he had to retire. But if you have a look at those sector times, the splits, he was a long way back already. And we're only a few laps in. But he picks up a few podiums this year. Second place there in Canada. Second place there in Miami. I mean, not Miami. Second place in Monaco. He's starting to get some good results here. Consistency is key for him. If he gets another podium finish at the British Grand Prix, I think he's starting to look good. That'll relieve some of that pressure. But right now, he needs to have a good weekend. If it's a bad one, questions are going to be asked. I know he's got a contract. I know he's 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 fine. But is he, though? Because I know the championship is out of contention for him. But Ferrari is still battling. They might even be overtaken by Mercedes when it's all said and done. So they need to get consistent finishes by both drivers there. Carlos Sainz being one of them. That's why I think the pressure is still on him to perform. Coming in at number three. Cody's top five. His big dick, Danny Rick, give your girl the bone. Daniel Ricciardo. Of course the pressure's on him. I bet you're surprised he's not number one. Well, I mean, these top three, I think they're pretty interchangeable. He's number three on the list because if he doesn't have a good weekend... The only reason I don't think he's number one is because he is contracted for next year. Whereas the number one driver on this list is not. 
So Daniel Ricciardo has a seat for next season. Yes, they can get rid of him, but if in doing so, they're going to have to give him a shitload of money. And I don't think teams have a shitload of money just to pay out drivers. So he'll be somewhere next year. But he still needs to perform. He needs to start pushing Lando. Those two need to be side by side. Scoring points week in and week out. They're meant to be the best of the rest. They're meant to be pushing for third in the constructors, maybe fourth. Right now, they're struggling. And I know they're ahead of Alpine right now. But that's not going to be for long. Think of the tracks we've got coming up. We've got Silverstone coming up. Then we're in Austria. We've got Monza just around the corner. These are some high-powered, fast circuits. Alpine are going to look really good there. You can't overtake Alpine in a straight line. Yes, they're slow in the corners. They can't do anything in the corners. But in a straight line? I mean, they're the widest, fattest cars on the grid. You're not going to overtake them. So that's why I think the pressure is now on Daniel Ricciardo because McLaren need those results to look good on the table. And if they don't look good, the blame's going to be coming for you, big dick Danny Rick. Right? You and that incredibly large sledgehammer between those creamy thighs. And that's probably what's slowing you down. Coming in at number two. Cody's top five. Is Charles Leclerc. Now, forget what I said earlier when I was talking about Carlos Sainz because Charles Leclerc, although some, some of the errors have been Ferrari. Actually, quite a few errors have been Ferrari themselves with a poor strategy, like in Monaco, all right? With, with just confusion, not knowing what the hell's going on, putting on the wrong tires, cars exploding, engines blowing up. End of the day, Charles Leclerc has gotten six pole positions and he's had two wins. What the hell is that? Two wins. Not good enough. Not good enough in that car. We know the car has the pace. We know they're incredibly quick in the corners. They're really good in the technical parts of the track. They look really good. But when that car is dialed in and able to finish a race, you need to be up there. I know you got a new engine in Canada. You saw back of the grid. You charged through the field. You did a very, very good job. But you need a big weekend here in Britain. British Grand Prix, you need a podium finish minimum. I'm expecting you to win because if you don't now, then Max is going to run away with it even more. Then the season's going to become just Max Verstappen cruising to victory. That's why the pressure's on you. That's why you need to have a good weekend. If you want to be world champion, you need to put in a solid performance at the British Grand Prix this weekend. Coming in at number one. Cody's top five. Drivers that need to have a really good weekend, otherwise they're pretty fucked, is Mick Schumacher. The guy cannot keep crashing the car. Cannot keep DNFing. Now, look, I know Canada wasn't a crash. It was due to an engine issue. But Monaco was a crash. Right? He's had a few this year. And actually, when you look at it last year, he caused more damage to that car than Nikita Mazepin did to the same Huss. Yeah, I know, I'm shocked. But when you actually think about it, when Mazepin crashes, it's just a little spin. He'll spin off the track. He's two minutes slow over the the course of a race. But when Mick crashes, he's pushing it. He's going into a wall. He's slicing the car in half. It's not looking good. Huss need to stop crashing their cars. The pressure's on him because Kevin Magnussen has a seat with Haas for next year. Mick Schumacher hasn't signed. He hasn't scored a point and he keeps crashing the car. And he's had plenty of opportunities now where he's qualified in the top 10, been in a top 10 situation and haven't gone on to win. So Mick, 
Time to pull a finger out. You need a good weekend at the British Grand Prix. I actually don't think you are going to have one there, but I'd love to see it, though. Love to see it. And that was... Cody's Top 5. Drivers that need to have a good British Grand Prix. They have to do it. Otherwise, their season and potentially their seat might be done for. So we got Yuki Tsunoda at number five. Number four was Carlos Sainz. Number three was Big Dick Danny Rick. Number two, Charles Leclerc. Number one, Mick Schumacher. That was... Cody's Top 5. Drivers that need a good weekend. Oh, but Klaus, what? A first half at work. I mean, I need to calm down. I'm, I'm a little bit parched. I'll be honest with you. I am pretty parched. We gotta get some fluids. A couple of double Midori's on ice. I do believe so. Yes. Keep the people entertained. I'll be back in a moment. For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Oh, baby, baby, baby. What a first half that was. Woo. Let's start getting you ready with the top five drivers that are desperate for a good weekend coming up, as well as talking about Nelson PK. Being a bit of a stupid fucking idiot. Oh, what a moron. But a big second half coming up. W Series is on this weekend as well. We've got to talk about why that's still a stupid thing and how it shouldn't be there at all. As well as a little bit of a treat just to close you out on as well. But <laughs> you've got to make sure you're subscribed and you're following on your podcast listening device of choice because the upcoming episodes, whoa, I mean... We got one in a couple of days. I gotta, I gotta prepare you. Gotta give you all the tips, the tricks, and everything that's gonna be happening this weekend. Predict everything. We've got the lock of the week. Oh, time to make some money with the bets too. I, I mean, I can't wait. Klaus, fade me out. I'm just rambling, baby. Fade. Lance, just need to press the OK button. OK button. I pressed it. You're pressing the pick confirm button. The pick confirm button is the okay button, Brad. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I don't want to have to keep reminding you. Go ahead and like those socials. Don't delay. Go and like them today. That's what the kids are saying, at least. Woo. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm feeling pretty angry. I'm feeling very, very angry, Klaus. Oh, no, I'm about to explode. my rage for as long as possible but i shall unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves you have made me very angry very angry indeed i got a lot of problems with you people now you're gonna hear about it i am untethered and my rage knows no bounds oh my god he's gonna blow Oh my god, I'm pissed. 
am so fed up with this shit every couple of months. Every few months. If you go to the website, or if you're searching through my podcast and you type in W Series, oh, I reckon it's about five or six times I've had rants about the W Series because I am so sick and tired of it. It's stupid. Because I'm back again to rant about the dumbest thing that Formula One has done. And no, I'm not talking about that weird-ass qualifying session they tried back in Australia years and years ago when none of the cars went out there and it was boring as fuck for the fans. No. Fuck, that was stupid, though. But I'm talking about the W Series again. So for those of you that don't know what the W Series is, well... It's Formula One's WNBA. It's the league or series for the girls and girls only. No boys allowed. They've got fucking cooties or something. Why do we have a W Series? What's the point of a W Series? Are girls not allowed to race in Formula One? Surely that's it. Surely. Otherwise, by setting up the W Series, it's a big fuck you to all the girls that aspire to be racing drivers in Formula One. Oh, wait. Oh, oh wait. What? Sorry, what's that? Women can be Formula One drivers? And the W Series is set up to segregate and hold women back even further? Is that is that the case? Caitlyn Jenner, yes. Yes, that Caitlyn Jenner. Said this after purchasing a team. Yes, that sentence is factually correct. Caitlyn Jenner, a woman who transitioned from Olympic athlete Bruce Jenner, purchased a W Series team and said this. As a believer in fair competition, a lover of motor racing and a supporter of all women in sport from the grassroots to elite level, W Series ticks every box for me and is a fusion of the different aspects of my career. A championship dedicated to inspiring young girls and giving women the chance to succeed in roles throughout what has traditionally been a male-dominated industry. W Series is changing the face of motorsport. W Series had a global reach of more than half a billion viewers in 2021 and I am going out to the market to acquire sponsors that align with mine and the W Series' joint missions. End quote. That's what Caitlyn Jenner said. Okay. There is so much wrong with what she said that my head is fucking spinning. Yes, my head is Nikita Mazepin and Nicholas Latifi. If they had a baby, if those two drivers had a baby... That would be my head. That's how much spinning it would be. You mentioned the viewership. Great. Half a billion. It gets half a billion eyes on it in the season. That's amazing. Incredible. Why is that? Sorry, why is that happening? Oh, is it because it's the opening act, the curtain raiser for the Formula One on the eight weekends of the year that it competes? Or are people tuning in because they genuinely are excited to see slower cars from people they've never heard of going around in circles. You're a supporter of all women in sport. Then why are you buying a W Series team? The W Series is a series designed to keep women happy, to cast them aside. Let them play with the slower, cheaper cars and toys because surely these tiny little females couldn't handle the big, strong, quick cars of Formula One. That's what you're doing. Oh, but it's a gate. No, no, no. Cody, it's a gateway for women to get into Formula One. Oh, you're right. That's what they wanted. Of course. Of course. For the world to see what they're capable of. Yes, yes. Or is it? Or is it not? Because Jamie Chadwick is a back-to-back champion. 
In fact, she's the only champion the sport's ever seen. And in her 14 races, she's won six of them and podiumed 12 times. The fact that she is going back to compete for Caitlyn Jenner for a third championship in a row is amazing and depressing at the same time. Are you telling me the fastest woman in motorsport isn't able to drive a Formula 3 or Formula 2 car? Or a Clio Renault Cup car? That's where the problem is. The W Series is enabling F2 and F3 and even F1 teams to a certain extent to just ignore women in motorsport because we don't need to worry about them anymore. We don't need to worry about the girls. They've got their own little league to play in now. Do I agree that more needs to be done for women in grassroots karting and racing to get girls interested in Formula One? Absolutely. Absolutely. But pumping more money into the W Series is going to halt these women and make young girls everywhere aspire to be W Series drivers and not Formula One drivers. You're telling young girls everywhere to dream to be the weird girl from Destiny's Child and not the Beyonce, and every girl deserves the right to grow up to be the Beyonce. Caitlyn Jenner is doing this for five minutes of publicity, to become relevant in the public's eye for just a little bit longer. She's just there to grab a quick five minutes of relevancy, a quick cash grab, and to exploit the greatest women driver we have at the moment. I'm not alone with criticism around the W Series. A lot of people have concerns with the segregation of male and female races, with British IndyCar Series driver Pippa Mann saying, what a sad day for motorsport. Those with funding to help female races are choosing to segregate them as opposed to supporting them. I am deeply disappointed to see such a historic step backwards take place in my lifetime. Former Formula E and ex Sauber F1 test driver Simona Del Silvestro has suggested that the pathetic amount that is the prize money would be better invested in a scholarship system to support the development of talent across a wider range of motorsport disciplines. She said, If there's really that much money going into the series, there are a few girls that have been pretty competitive in junior series. It seems like everyone is just struggling to get the shot. It's sad that a lot of people are going to get the wrong idea from this rant. Oh yeah, you're going to hear this, you're going to go, yeah, Cody's going again. He's going again. But you've got to listen carefully. I've never once referred to Formula One as a male sport. There are a lot of men involved, but anyone can drive a car. So instead of creating a league or series, segregating and hurting the growth of women in the sport, why not fund programs to help them get into F3, F2 and beyond? Caitlyn Jenner has done this for publicity. Take the money you've invested, you greedy, greedy whore, and fund some programs for girls to get involved in motorsport. Not a quick cash grab for yourself in a last-ditch attempt to stay relevant, no. Hell, there's only one black driver in Formula 1. Are we going to start the Black Series to encourage more black drivers into motorsport? Or do we want the best 20 drivers in Formula 1, whether they are white, black, male or female? Jamie Chadwick deserves better and I hope she gets a chance in the future because Caitlyn Jenner is now another one of the people hurting the world of women's motorsport and not helping it. Let me know what you think. Head over to Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Tell me your thoughts. I'm happy to hear them. But you know I'm right. You know I'm right. I mean, exactly. Why fight it? I'm always right. It's the Cotopotamus, damn it! Well, I'm feeling good. Feeling very, very good. But I gotta ask you this. 
when you go shopping at the merch store. And I give you your 5% discount because you're my cherubs and my muffins. You have a look in the description. There's a 5% promo code for parkinginmyfermate.com slash merch. You'll pick yourself up something nice. Nice pimped embroidered silk robe. You get your free shipping, 5% off with podcast exclusive 5. I mean, what more is there? Oh, I don't know. How about to join the Legends Club up there in the skybox with the other legends? You know what they get? Not 10, 15, 20. But they get 25% off. When I can't even express. I'm telling you, I'm losing money. Sign up to the Legends Club. Not only do you get your 25% off with free worldwide shipping, you will also get your name read out in every single show. You go down in history on the show. Look in the show notes right now in the description. List of all the legends there. You get access to the Skybox. Unlimited double Midoris on ice, of course. You get access to me during races. You can slide in the DMs and I'm not going to tell you to fuck off. Yes, I'll, guys, calm down. I'll be up there in a second. They're having a the time of their life. We've got Austin, Alex, Anthony, Caleb, Clint, John, Taylor. I can see him. You guys are having the time of your lives up there and I love it. So if you guys want to join the Legends Club, be a part of the show, know that any money I make through the Legends Club goes back into the show to make it bigger, better, bolder, stronger than ever. Well, go in the description, patreon.com slash parkitinmyferme. Sign up today. Be a part of the history here. Woo! Oh my. I'm, I need to calm down now. I'm a bit too fired up. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Yeah. It's time to get serious with it. Come here, baby girl. I gotta sing you a song. Come to the back of my garage, undo your blouse. Let's lock mouths down south before you come to my house. Squeal like a mouse, feelings they surface. Let's bounce around, baby girl. Porpoise on purpose, purposely porpoising. Get to going up and down, open up that pit entry. Let's clown around as I found the sound that makes when I'm inside your porpoise up and down. Like I'm a low rider, make you finish super quick. It ain't hard to see, you ask if it was on purpose. I said I did it porpoisely. You light some candles, looking for round two. I say, uh, hold on, no, no, hold on, love. I'm pretty fucking tired right now. I just went. And do you mind blowing out those candles? As that's a fire risk, and I don't want to deal with that right now. We can't have anything catching on fire. We don't want anything burning. Nothing burning here. Except for your loins. On purpose, you're perfectly purposely porpoising. Girl, bouncing up and down, I've never seen this. You porpoise on purpose on my penis. You're genius. Oh, I didn't porpoise on purpose, but I purposely porpoise. Who, girl, you're perfectly porpoising. See, I don't know what to say here, girl. The way you're mesmerizing me with that porpoise. I mean, it's tantalizing. Oh, stiffens up my front wing. Oh, baby, baby. 
I can't control myself when you porpoise like that, baby. Oh, oh we're so perfect, man. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 163 is done and dusted. Just a short, sharp, shiny one. Because the next episode is the one where we start previewing the British Grand Prix. So if you've missed out on any of the previous episodes, head over to parkingmyfermate.com. They're all there ready to be downloaded. Or you can make sure you subscribe and follow on your podcast listening device and app. That way you never miss out on an episode again. Woo! You don't want to do that one bit. But, guys, I want to thank the cherubs, the muffins, and the legends up there for sticking around. Remember, go to parkingtobyfermate.com slash merch. Check out the store. Buy yourself something pretty as well. 5% off for your cherubs and muffins. 25% off for the legends out there. And if you want to join that legends club, you want to join, and I tell you what, you want to join them. Head down to the link in the description, patreon.com slash parkinginmyfermate. You sign up, you become a part of the show. Woo! You want to be a part of the show indeed. I'm looking up there, guys. Yeah, calm down. I'll be up in a second. I'll be, I'm just wrapping up. I do this every episode. You know I do this. I'll be up in a second. We've got Austin, Alex, Anthony, Caleb, Clint, John, and Taylor. I cannot wait to have a few drinks with you guys and get ready for the British Grand Prix. Woo! And as always... Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.